Hey thinkers, welcome to this week's thinking podcast by Human, formerly known as Nutribox. So if you missed the big news, we recently changed our company from Nutribox to Human. But before we get into that, let me introduce ourselves properly once once again. So this is your host Jeffrey Wu, co-founder CEO of Human and my co-host Michael Brandt. Hi, how's it going? My co-founder as well for Human. Um so Let's rewind the clock a little bit. I mean, I think obviously renaming the human HVMN is a big decision, big move. I think we had a lot of questions on Nutribox is a cool name. Like it's all about nootropics. Like why did you guys change the name? Um, And it's really been a testament to our journey starting three years ago from Nutribox. Box of of nootropics that comes every month. To now us having a podcast, us having tens of thousands of people in our community uh, you know, us building more and more products and doing more and more R and D, which we'll hopefully tease into a little bit in this episode. Um, and we really saw the scope of our business turn from just focus on cognitive enhancement, nootropics into releasing the opportunity to really build the first and foremost human enhancement company, uh, nootropics in of itself became overly constraining. So let's really plant the flag for biohacking for human enhancement and name our company uh in in a way that represents all of all of it yeah so therefore hvmn and Uh, we're continuing on with nutribox nutribox still continues as a product line and go cubes and it 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 lets us expand out yep i think that's the exciting thing is it's not really a departure from anything we've done in the past is escalation like a new new role new responsibilities perfect yeah um yeah, let's rewind. Like, I think it's almost about three years now since we started yeah. the company. It's been a crazy journey <laughs> where it was you and me, like, basically working out of uh, apartment the, the, and- the apartment and, like, the, the office that I was working out of. Um, for, like, in, in those early days, I think, let's just, like, you know, re- rehash some of those founding stories where I remember we were looking to nootropics and it was interesting, right? Like the notion that, Hey, we can be smarter. We can be more productive, uh, and, and do in a way that has very safe and low side effect side effect profiles was interesting, right? Like, I think it's like a, like in, in, especially in this day and age yeah. where like our mental productivity. So it's such a key part of and, daily life. And it's, you know, that athletes train and there's a ton of science behind it. And you know, that there's different things you put in your body already that affect your cognitive state. So why can't there be a way of treating your brain really well, yeah. optimally? Yeah, I mean, I think, I remember this reminds me of some of the talking points, right? Like alcohol affects your mental state in some way, right? Yeah. Like it's very obvious how that affects you. Yeah. Marijuana affects the mental state in a very clear way. Plenty of coffee, substances, like coffee <laughs> in, in like a more productive perhaps way, right? Yeah. And just like, well, let's re-engineer and be thoughtful about inputting these inputs into the into the body, into the human brain to make it more optimal, make it more productive, right? Like obviously alcohol pushes the cognition in certain directions, usually not for, you know, faster reaction time. So if there's things that push it down, are there things in the universe that can push it in the positive direction? And that I think was the core insight into really diving into the space of nootropics. But like when we entered the space of nootropic, it was a pretty wild west space. Yeah. And it's always interesting as to see it, unfold because 
we began making the products that we wanted as consumers. Right. And that's actually a pattern. I feel like there's two schools of design. One school of design is like you're supposed to like remove yourself and like design stuff for other people. Another school of design, some of the most popular products ever are like Steve Jobs made the phone that he wanted. I yeah. fully believe. Right. Uh, I think that like Snapchat, it just designed the disappearing photo message app that they wanted. And very much for us, we started making what we wanted to see in the world. And then because we wanted to perform better for whatever company or or next endeavor, we wanted to be the most performant versions of ourselves. And then business intuition kicked in of like, Hey, this is a, this is a trend. This is scaling up. Let's continue to make this more broadly available. Let's talk to any and all press that want to speak with us. Yeah. I think that's really interesting. I think we've really seen the growth of biohacking as a buzzword. I mean, in 2014, biohacking was definitely not as well known. I mean, it was just like, it was just like us tinkering with like random powders online that we'd order and like weigh out in drug scales. And I think like, luckily I think we've been really part of that movement to take biohacking from just like a hobbyist activity that people would do in their kitchens to like, now there's like terms, like that's like a pretty well, understood term that's being used in popular mainstream press right i think we've played a small part in that but obviously everyone in our community who's been with us from the day from day one and all their other interesting thought leaders and companies building the actual tech products and technology that's making it happen i mean i think why do you think it's going on right now like what why now like i'm sure 20 years ago people thought it'd be really cool to hack the human system and why is it why now yeah so i have a good theory on that so um you're right so the human drive to improve ourselves has been with us since like we we evolved as as, as, (laughs) as just like animals rising up from the primordial goop right like you have cortez like hunting for the fountain of youth uh i mean you know chinese emperors looking to you know eat mercury to live forever right so it's in egyptian pharaohs looking to live forever by mummifying themselves so it's it's like a very human innate desire to enhance live forever be better versions of themselves i think what's interesting about this specific time is that there's a strong intuition of like can we feel better can we can we optimize better and the notion of enhancement's always been fuzzy in that way but what is interesting in this specific time era is that we have all these biometric sensors like the apple watch with glucose monitors with keto monitors <clears throat> with uh, reaction time tests like lumosity all these brain you know training games that like you know are some measure of cognition and that is ubiquitous super cheap widely available so now we can actually finally measure these things and and when you can measure things you can finally apply engineering principles to Right. So I think what's happening now is that before it's like this holistic, intuitive chakras, you know, like aligning. Yeah. Your yeah like kind of like hippie yeah. stuff. Right. Which is like much more easily dismissed as snake oil BS. Like we don't help in wellness. To like reproduce in a scientific context. <laughs> right. and, yeah. So, but like I think what's gravitated us towards the space and what is giving us a lot of leadership in the space is by really advocating and providing people with resources and the know-how to actually be measuring these things quantitatively. So now it's like, hey, my blood glucose is dropping when I'm fasting. That's interesting. Like that is a good sign of not 
being, you know, progressing towards diabetes or other metabolic syndromes. Like my reaction time is improving, therefore my nootropics are doing something for me. Or like my working memory is expanding, like my nootropics are doing something for me, right? Or like my, you know, so like all these things can finally be quantified. If you can quantify it, you can measure it, you can feel definitive proof on why these things are affecting your, your platform, your, your body. Yeah, and I, it's, it's coming true is, is an ecosystem. You see, you mentioned a number of tools out there. I think that that's, it's exciting to be part of that where you see a lot of companies that are building different tools and sensors and interventions to help people to biohack. And it's interesting because I think, I think at the deep seated, one of the deep seated cause of it is like, there's a lot of frustration around healthcare in general. Right. Uh, I don't think anyone likes healthcare. I, like I know a lot of doctors, they don't like healthcare. Patients don't like healthcare. Yeah, Politicians yeah. don't like healthcare. No one likes healthcare. A sixth of our economy is healthcare. Yeah. Which is massive. And then, and you have you have apps and other types of devices and uh, interventions that are cheaper than a cost of a copay that are al- allowing people to improve their outcomes. Yeah, yeah. So I think I think it's another big thing driving the human mission, the HVMN mission, where we see that the internet has really decentralized computing as uh, as a platform. Right, where it used to be that we would have to go into an IBM mainframe, but type in like use a computer. Now everyone through the cloud, through their mobile devices, can access like Amazon cloud services or Amazon access you know through the cloud some supercomputer cluster. So that's a decentralization of computing. You see cryptocurrencies, Bitcoin, Ethereum, where they're really decentralizing financial institutions. Where now it's not just like you know the big banks or central banks controlling currency like it just like distributed amongst everyone that has like a bitcoin node and i'd like human to represent the decentralization of healthcare where uh right now healthcare is like run by big insurance companies and like big hospital systems and i think all the players as you mentioned are not happy with it you talk to doctors one-on-one they wish they had like smarter and, and better conversation with their patients that are not clocked in at like 15 minute, like quick turn, you know, slash and burn missions. Patients aren't happy because they get like, they talk to the doctor once a year, they feel like it's very impersonal. They don't even know what's going on until like, hey, you're dying. Like, dude, take all these medicines. Um, so we see human really as the decentralization of healthcare, meaning that we want to empower each individual person. So all of us should be more proactive in managing our own health. And we want to give you the tools whether through our nootropics, our communities, or our software to help you, um, you know, live day to day better, right? So I think it's like if you can measure yourself against uh, like biometric norms on a day to day basis, you can be much more proactive in correcting them than like coming in once a year to a doctor and seeing that like, hey, you're your your bloods are your blood measures are t- totally whack. Like change up your lifestyle like super immediately, right? That's much much harder to change than if you just constantly check on yourself every single day. Yeah, and I think one of the one of the ideas that is that I like a lot in the space is you think about like when you're driving a car, like opening your eyes once every five minutes versus just having them open the whole time. Yeah, it's like that that infrequent check in with your doctor where. You know, they, I, I think a lot of doctors, I mean, all doctors, they swear by the Hippocratic Oath. They want to, they want to truly help you. Like I've never met like a mean, 
hearted doctor. Like they, they genuinely want to help you and they'll give you sound advice when you come in for that yearly checkup. Uh, but I think that there, there is something missing there where there's not a, there's not a constant state. And I think that there's a difference between understanding something in the abstract, like your doctor telling you to eat more healthy right? versus seeing it in yourself. And like, we know that for instance, like soda is not good for you, right. but then when you wear a glucose monitor and you see what your normal baseline is, what it is when you're fasting, what it is when you're exercising, and what it is when you're eating something that's not healthy. Right. I think it really, there's something really clicked for me personally, and I want that to click for everyone out there. Like, and there's when, when you're actually measuring your outcomes in that, and you're seeing it literally on yourself as patient zero, right. and it's matching up to what's been studied broadly across. You know, you want you want like the large size n. For the studies as well there's something about seeing it yourself i think it's like unbeatable like when you actually see your reaction times improving from nootropics like there's something even as a pudding, human, right yeah, yeah. Like, it's just like it's just like hey this yeah exactly and i think that's what we want to take into health where i think medicine or just healthcare in general has always been like you defer to authority and you don't take responsibility until it's too late until you're like you're you're in the cancer ward so i think like hopefully a big part of our mission moving forward is empowering every single one of us to, to take a little bit of more responsibility of our whole, own health on a day-to-day basis, right? Where are these sensors take different supplements and nootropics that can optimize your daily health routines and then like be a part of a community that can hold you to that standard. Right. And I think one of the most important things I think we're working on is really like redefining culture where, in some ways, it's like okay to be overweight or out of shape. Like, obviously, like, you know, there doesn't need to be like, quote unquote, fat shaming, but like, it's just not a healthy state to be in. Like, let's, there's no two ways around it, right? Like, let's not BS ourselves here, right? And I think it's like there's some notion around like the norm human or the norm American is overweight, pre diabetic like cancer rates are up, right? Like, is that actually the norm that we're happy with? Like, if you look at the CDC uh, uh, predictions, right, 75% of Americans will be overweight and obese um, by 2050. Is that like the norm that we're happy with? So I think a big part of a personal mission is like, no, we should not be happy with that. Let's actually build a culture around healthy living and not being satisfied with like, um let's all be like big bloated people that are gonna die prematurely and and i would say that you probably don't feel as good along the way i mean you don't i think i think that there's definitely connection between a lifestyle for longevity but also lifestyle that you enjoy more along the way and i think a lot of it is just giving people access to the tools and the information and and the community and support so that they can make better decisions yeah Exactly. So I think I think that's why, like, I think that there's a lot of success with our WeFast community, right? Like, there's people that are super optimal, productive with, like, sub-10 body fat percentage. And there's people that are diabetic and, like, 250 pounds. And there's no judgment. I mean, just, like, we all start with different starting points, but we're all trying to be better, right? I think that's, I think, the takeaway. It's not like, let's judge people. It's all just about, hey, we're all on this spectrum of human performance, human health. Let's just be better and better versions of ourselves and let's help provide everyone with the tools, the community and support to do it. Right. Cause I think 
the support structure in America today is like no one cares. Like you're no one's like supporting you of like eating healthy or fasting. Or like if you're fasting, people think you're actually weird, right? It's like a very unnormal thing to do. Let's like make fasting less weird. Let's make fasting like a part of like a healthy as healthy as exercise, yeah. Yeah, I think that's like one big thing that we look at. I think, you know, we're I, I'm inspired by Nike where Nike really turned a whole generation of, of us into athletes right like their big model is everyone is an athlete and i don't know anyone that doesn't like know that exercise is like good for you is like a reasonable thing to do i like a lot of people wish they could uh, the new year's resolution is exercise which is is like a good goal for us to think about other areas of biohacking right i think i think exercise really is just like one aspect of biohacking which is like physical routines that you optimize don't, for something yeah that are unnecessary right you right. don't have to do it like you don't ha- like you yeah we're don't no longer to, hunter-gatherers yeah. we're not farmers anymore we're just we're, we're intellectual labor right we're most of us are at our desk you're probably on your way to commute on, on onto your de- desk job that is what it is like that's just what our society and, is and i think if you're an alien from outer space looking at humans you'd be like that's very interesting that they go to the gym and clank around iron or they go for a run that they didn't need to go on. Right. And, and you'd look at it and say, Oh, that's a, that's an interesting intervention. Like right. that helps people live longer, happier, healthier lives. Right. Then what else? Like what right. else is there? I think there should be a whole stack and I think people should be able to manage all the, all the different tools and routines that they're doing to become exactly. to live the best life. Exactly. So I, I hope human can really be that community hub where we help promote, educate, uh, and give the best tools and provide like the right support structure around all these uh, science-validated, evidence-validated interventions, whether that's nootropics, whether that's uh, ketogenic diets, whether that's fasting, all of these things. Yeah. Uh, For any last words, I mean, I was thinking anything to point people to Yeah. in general. I mean, I think now is a great time to follow Human, yeah. Follow at HVMN on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. I think that we brought some interesting new people onto the team. We can shed some light on that yeah. and our our content and the 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 wealth of resources we're going to be sharing out. We've always made it a priority, but it's it's escalating now tremendously. Yeah, I like one thing that you say a lot, and what like Jeff Bezos says about Amazon. Right? This is like day one. Like, is <laughs> but, but I think it's like very much like a formalized day one where like Nutribox took us to a point where we're running a multi-million Booster dollar rocket, business. Yeah. We have an awesome team, awesome community around us. And now it's just like really just unfolding to our broader mission. Like let's be the human enhancement company. And what does that mean? That means like the community and a whole swath of R and D for like the best products in the space. And a lot of that is supported by a couple of new hires that we're really excited to, to, to introduce one you might have actually heard about already, uh, Dr. Brianna Stubbs. She was on a podcast with me probably a few months ago, and even during that time, we've been talking about you know formally collaborating, and uh, she is now our research lead full time in San Francisco at our headquarters. So a little bit on her backstory, and we'll probably link to it so you can see uh, her previous podcast, and we'll probably ba- have her back on uh, to talk about her work here. Is that she is a PhD in metabolic biochemistry from Oxford University, studying all about ketone metabolism and exogenous ketones. Um, and on the side, if you can count this on the side, is that she was a world-class rower. So she was on the Great Britain National Rowing Team. 
and won a gold medal at the 2016 World Championships in the four-person women's lightweight crew. So a world-class athlete plus a world-class expert in keto metabolism plus um, just an all-around bright, uh, you know, awesome person. So really excited to have her come on board and really take our research and our initiatives there to the next level. And we also want to welcome Justin Liao, who uh, is our customer success. Uh, Very much the voice on our website when you go and yeah. ask any questions about any products. Yeah. And he's got an interesting backstory. He's been doing a ketogenic diet for a while. He worked at Google previously, helping with, with customer success there. And it lets us light up the board as far as like anytime you have a question within like any sort of reasonable hours, right. we're able to answer. And we all say it in the room together. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's chat, yeah. email, and also the phone now. So you yeah. can actually call in and it'll probably talk to Justin. Um, yeah, have, you know, call in and say hi. <laughs> uh, yeah. What is the number? We'll probably have the number posted if you want to just call in and, yeah, it's on our website and, as well. and, and kick, yeah. <laughs> kick his tires. Make sure he's, you know, make sure he's sharp. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think we're definitely teching up and, and, and staffing up. So if you can put one and one together, we're clearly working on some big products, especially with the new rebrand coming hopefully by end of year. So stay tuned for that. And we'll probably keep dropping hints and teasers through the next, uh, you know, our, our weekly rhythm of podcasts. So um, thanks, Zill, for, again, our executive producer here. Like uh, if you always, if you have any interesting aspects of biohacking or different academics or just folks that you've always wanted to like learn from or listen from, email that in so we can get them on this show. Um, in general, I think we're just, this is day one for a human. This is day one for us. Um, let's, 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 let's bring biohacking and human enhancement to the world. Yeah. Exciting times. All right. Thanks so much. Thank you. Um, so before we go, I'm going to just close off by saying that, hey, you can always find us and subscribe on YouTube, Google Play, iTunes, and also SoundCloud. Um, follow us on our channels at HVMN. So four-letter domain. We're super canonical HVMN. We want that to be as canonical as Nike and Apple. So help us get there. And Thanks so much. And leave a review on our iTunes. Thanks, Zill.